Greetings, Trivia Churches. Greetings to those joining us from elsewhere. You're all very welcome. This is Colin, and we have our podcast for Pam Sunday. And we'll have services at Yetham and at Linton this week. Um, intimations at five o'clock and on Sunday afternoon, the Yetham Village Choir are having their spring concert. And that will be in Kelso at St Andrew's Church, five o'clock. Um, Holy Week is, is this coming week. And we have services on Thursday for Monday Thursday at Linton at seven o'clock. Be a service with communion and with feet washing, the foot washing. Um, the very, and then on Friday, in the afternoon between two and five, we'll have the meditation for Good Friday, and that will be at Hoslaw Chapel. And every half hour, on the half hour, we'll have some readings and prayers. But otherwise, time to reflect. Feel free to come for just a few minutes or for the whole three hours. We do have one or two funerals this week. Isabel Cameron, that will take place at the Border Crematorium at 10 o'clock on Thursday, the 4th of April. So this, or Tuesday, Tuesday, it'll be this Tuesday, and that'll be followed by a private burial at Linton. So Tuesday at 10 o'clock at the, the crematorium. And then on Good Friday morning, the funeral of Gregor Walker will take place at half past 11 at Moorbattle Church. And that will be followed by the committal in the graveyard. Um, the various notices you can find on the, the web page. Presbytery is offering a five-week course in leading worship. Please speak to me if you're interested. And next Sunday, of course, is Easter Sunday. And there'll be a joint communion at Yetham at nine o'clock. So nine o'clock for the, the communion. And then a joint all-age service, including infant baptism, will be at Moorbattle Kirk at 11 o'clock. So 11 o'clock. We have our call to worship. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed are they who follow Jesus to Calvary. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed are we who hope to rise with him in glory. Hosanna to the son of David. And our opening hymn is hymn 364, All Glory, Lord and Honour.
let us pray. God of majesty and mercy, we worship you today as a cross looms larger on the horizon. We praise you for Jesus who came in, in humility to free us from captivity. He came into the city riding on a donkey, a symbol of peace to all. He came in mercy to free us from the sins we recognize in ourselves and the sins we easily overlook. He came to show us the full extent of your mercy and love and justice and so receive our worship today. As we ponder that parade and Palm Sunday, we confess that we fail to understand you. We acclaim you as king without thinking about what you mean by kingship. Too often we jump from Palm Sunday to the empty tomb, but we skip Golgotha. We sing Hosanna, hallelujah, but forget your pain and passion. Forgive us, wounded king. Give us time to change that we may follow you and learn to count the cost of your triumph. And Jesus says, no one has greater love than this than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus brings light to those in darkness, forgiveness to those who truly confess, and pardon to all who seek to follow him. We are a forgiven people. And I will join in our family prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We turn to the words of scripture and to the book of the prophet Isaiah in chapter 50. And this is one of the servant songs. We read from verse 4. The sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen to one being taught. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears and I have not been rebellious. I've not drawn back. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheek to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore have I set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near, who will then bring charges against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. It is the sovereign Lord who helps me. Who is he who will condemn me? Amen. We turn to the Gospel of Matthew. And Matthew's account of the triumphal entry is chapter 21 and from verse 1. As he approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her coat by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them, 
and he'll send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a coat, the foe of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the coat, placed the cloaks on them, and Jesus sat in them. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks in the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them in the road. The crowd that went ahead of him and those who followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered the city, the city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered, This is Jesus the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Amen. And the Lord bless these readings from his holy word. All praise be to God's name. And now we sing the hymn, Hosanna, Loud Hosanna, 367. Thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. Sovereign Lord, as we approach Holy Week, help us to enter into the story of Christ's passion. May we understand in some small way the sacrifice he made for us as we join with those of old saying, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. Today we celebrate Palm Sunday and remember how Jesus came into the city of Jerusalem riding on a donkey. And people said, Blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they thought him a king. But what kind of king are you, Lord? We've got a king now. We've known about kings for years and years. Kings wear crowns. They have retainers and flunkies. They can command armies. They, they live in wealth. The palaces. They have stories fed to the press to keep positive news flowing, though sometimes it doesn't work. Kings of families were taught to honor and respect. They have security, 
discreet agents, security vetting. And yet none of that is accurate for you. You know, Jesus, you were born in the stable and not a palace. Your first years were spent in exile, not in private school. You didn't wear a crown. You seemed to own nothing at all except your clothes you wore. You wore. And when you were crowned, it was with thorns as a cruel mockery of your reign. You had disciples, not flunkies, and some of them weren't very reliable. You had no armies to command, no weapons to rely on. No press in your day, of course. But I can't imagine you having stories planted on the sly. What type of king are you? What type of priest are you, Lord? We know about priests. Though they've lots of different names, ministers, pastors, vicars. But the job's just the same. They look holy. They often wear odd clothing. They tell of God's actions. Maybe they, they're a bit distant at times. They have to balance being radical with being careful, navigate difficult people with tact. They have to be creative in liturgy, honouring both tradition and change. Again, none of that seems accurate for you. We don't know where you trained, but your command of the Bible and his teachings is second to none. You don't seem to look holy. You don't keep that professional distance that ministers are supposed to have. You mix with all the wrong people. Sex workers, collaborators, even Gentiles. What about tact? You can't really go around calling people whitewashed tombs and get away with it. Or call the king a fox. You seem to sit fast and loose with tradition, stretching laws to breaking point, reinventing liturgy, bringing new meanings and offering mystery, and not always explanation. What type of priest are you? And what type of leader are you, Lord? Leaders have to be slick. They need mission statements, visions for the future. They focus groups working quietly away so that to see what's the best way to get a hearing. Leaders now avoid saying what they really think, but want instead to please their base. Leaders offer cheap tricks where they blame outsiders for the ills of the world and build themselves up. Leaders need to be popular. Don't you know that, Lord? Yet again, none of this seems to apply to you. That nice, rich guy who wanted to follow you, you told him to give away everything he had. Come on, wouldn't a nice donation have been good enough? Your message is memorable, I'll give you that. But would it get through a focus group? Turn the other cheek, love your enemies. If asked for our coat, we'd have to give our shirt as well. See you in the poor and naked, hungry and imprisoned. You didn't seem to please your base either. You were nasty to the Pharisees and even told the 
the people that the Gentiles were more righteous than them. Look what end where you ended up. What kind of leader are you, Lord? What kind of king, what kind of priest, what kind of leader? The type who would ride into Jerusalem on a donkey and not on a war horse. The type who could have summoned people to the barricades, but instead presented peace. The type who would accept betrayal and denial of friends and still forgive. Who would even accept the taunts and jeers of soldiers intent on humiliating him, beating him, making him bear a cross through the streets of Jerusalem. And yet you accepted that, a suffering servant, a type who would stretch out your arms wide as nails were hammered so that you would hang on a cross. A type who loved the world so much, you even would go through death for our sakes. Amazing love, how can it be? that thou, my God, shouldst die for me. As we walk through the, this holy week, may we reflect on the passion of our Lord and how far he went for you and for me. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. The hymn 399, My Song, is love unknown.
And now let us pray. Eternal One, we ask you to bless our gifts of time and talents and treasure, that we may use them wisely, and that we may be freed from our need to worry and come to trust you, who count every hair on our heads. God of courage and compassion, as we follow Jesus towards the cross this Holy Week, we give thanks that he faced his enemies with courage and not with violence. We're grateful he loved us enough to die for us, bearing every pain and sorrow others inflicted. In Christ, we trust that your love has power in every situation, even the most troubling and tragic. So hear us as we bring to you the people and places facing trouble and tragedy this day. Eternal one, before the ages you loved our world and all win it. You formed us from stardust and set us in this place, giving us all what we need to sustain life and flourish. Teach us, Most High, to live in harmony with creation, to cherish what you've given us, that we may understand and reverse climate change where we can and learn to live with a new climate where we can't. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Crucified One, we bring before you all those who are tortured today and those who torture. We pray for all those who are humiliated this day, looked down upon or pushed to the side or even ignored, pushed to the margins. We pray for all those who are condemned this day especially those condemned to death. We bring before you all who need your help and just pray that you stand alongside them. Give us grace to understand your forsaken victory, that we may challenge the powers who seek to rule our world and remind them and us that they stand defeated. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Powerful one, we bring before you the crowds and peoples of our age, swayed by social media, by charismatic leaders, corrupt politicians, as easily as the crowds in Jerusalem so long ago. Help us to stand firm when we waver. Help us to maintain truth when all around our lies. Help us to love when the voices bay for hatred. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Most high, in silence, we bring to you places of pain and people in need. Think of those who are suffering. Think of those who are ill or who are recovering from illness. We think of all who are bereaved and miss their loved ones so, so, so much. Eternal one, for the sake of your Son, our Lord, Saviour, Jesus Christ, accept our prayers. Thank you for the love that never lets us go. Amen. And our closing hymn is 365, Ride On, Ride On in Majesty.
And so go with courage to face the days ahead. May Christ who walks on wounded feet walk with you on the road. May the Christ who serves with wounded hands stretch out your hands to serve. And may the Christ who lives with wounded heart open your hearts to love. And the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you all, now and always. Amen.